1: Listen up, Fanboy, the Fanboy Planet podcast, and here's your host, the recently bearded Derek McCall. He,
2: he has a beard. You can take that whatever way you wish to. This is Derek McCall, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. Uh, we are podcasting on Wednesday, August 24th, 2011, from Elusive Comics and Games 2725 El Camino Real Suite 104, Santa Clara, California. This is a very special celebratory edition. Because we got a lot to celebrate. Um, so uh, let's uh, st- start off, of course, to my right is the uh, my masked announcer.
1: Uh, Lawn Preventing SARS-Lopez. Yeah. Looks like Michael Jackson.
2: Yes, and we have a couple of guests. Uh, I'm going to, uh, introduce you second, the one who I'm tapping on the shoulder. (laughs) Both are bearded. Both are bearded. One is cackling. Uh, that would be, we have a new contributor, hopefully, a recurring contributor. Uh, so introduce yourself, please.
3: I am Justin Bretschneider.
2: I am Justin Bretschneider. We're going to play to tell the truth. Uh, sorry, no, okay, and We're the uh, real Bretschneider. That, yeah. That's for our listeners over fifty. Yes. Um, and myself. What? Yes. Uh, so Justin Bretschneider, who is going to be working, covering games for the video games as well, like father, like son. You may recall Justin uh, earlier under a different name, Shang-Chi. And uh, again- I think again, you should use that as his pen name. Shang-Chi you Bretschneider. You're going to get us in trouble. It flows. And now I'm going to say to go to our podcast producer. Rick Bretschneider. Uh-huh. And now our special guest tonight, because tonight we are going to try- Oh, God. I'm going to try treating with fantastic respect because of something that happened this last weekend. And as I just saved a fortune in car insurance. What? Uh, No. No. Go ahead. Introduce yourself, however you'd like
0: to be known. Hi. I'm Hugo Award winner. Christopher J. Garcia. Yes! Because the third,
3: third time was a charm. At this
0: table right now, we are sitting
2: with a Hugo Award. It's not ours, but it belongs to Chris.
4: It's right there on the
2: table. It's It's shiny, it's sleek, it's pretty. It's got designs in the base that I can't even know what they are.
0: I, I can't even figure it out. There are diatoms, there's a couple of cephalopods. Uh, there's a thingy. So it's a marine
2: biology thing.
4: I took Supposedly that. It's supposed to the frozen. Yeah. What's Which Diatoms, moon is it? I love saying it's, that. Uh, uh,
0: sense, uh, one of those ones of Uranus. Of Uranus. <coughs> yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. If you could see this on the magic of radio. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Well, we have
2: a it. small picture of it actually on Family Planet right now because we've, we did, had an article celebrating you. Photos of, more photos of Chris Garcia in one place than perhaps even your mother has.
0: That is probably true, man. Yeah,
2: well, because she, she knows you. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, uh, <laughs> but us, we celebrated like five or six photos taken yeah. by Rick Bretschneider, who was in the audience, to watch her moment of victory in Reno, Nevada.
0: That's right. He got to see me have a complete and utter mental breakdown. And, on you, know what? and you know what? He it videoed so it. So So you
2: too can watch that because we have that on Fanboy Planet.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Um, it was a moving moment. I think the video has something like 100,000 hits now. And that's like
3: scary. You're yeah. an internet I,
2: sensation. Yes,
3: but I don't care if people actually know what a Hugo is. Watching that video is still <laughs> kind of hilarious, not to be
1: Oh yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> I have I gotta go see this. I haven't seen this. It's yet. like, well, you, you haven't watched the have no video. No, I haven't
2: seen video. it's hilarious. No, Chris, Chris loses it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah yes. it's it's uh, uh, <laughs> moving. It's 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 it's, uh, it's, it, it, it it's not me... so much
4: it's not so much he loses it. It's he's he so is, utterly gobsmacked. He is overwhelmed. This yeah. is
2: if you want a textbook case of overwhelmed. Just yeah,
0: halfway home. through, I literally dropped to my butt uh, on the stage and just cuddling and hugging the Hugo close to me. And While
2: someone scene. else yeah. continued oh, his speech for him because he could not. Well, that's the co That's the co Yes, but it was still midstream for you. You just went. What
3: I don't understand is he said when he first couldn't keep talking.
1: Regular service will resume momentarily. No, what I don't understand is why did Chris like sh- cut his hair and shave off his beard, and now he's acting all different now. I, yeah, that. You know, I don't once understand. he won the you've Hugo, changed. yeah, you changed. changed now, man. But let's be honest,
2: you know, in all this, I don't think we've actually said what the award was because you were nominated in two categories. That's right,
0: best fan writer, which was won by one of mine and James's uh, wonderful friends, Claire Briley, and which I lost. I came in second. Uh, yeah. and you, then, they, you know that? I mean, they tell yeah, you that? They oh, give man. you the full breakdown. They oh, should do that at the
2: Oscars because you would have some bitter actors. How close, yeah. How close was it?
0: Uh, it was pretty close. One
2: well,
1: actually, vote. What's funny is that the guy who <laughs> came in second and most first place. Chris's places, mom.
0: Because <laughs> there's some intricacies, uh-huh. uh, ended up uh, coming in third overall. But it was very close, like I think six okay. votes. So you wow. were a
2: nine-time Hugo loser nine-time on the – uh, yes. fa- But we're going to – it's all gone. That T-shirt, gone. Gone.
0: God. Well, I'm saving it to give to the next six time loser, and that could be you, Rick Brett
3: <laughs> Oh yeah,
4: because there was news at this uh, at the business meeting for World. Time. That's right. What?
0: There's going to be a podcast category called Best Fan Cast?
4: Oh my God, we're so totally we going to be whoring for that! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs>
0: Oh, we are so going to have to do no.
2: Oh, I believe no. one of
4: our podcasts will actually say our submission for the Hugo Awards. Yes. That will be the title. Oh
2: no, you've now infused this podcast with actual ambition. I have something to shoot for. Yes. I can't make money, but maybe I can get this shiny Hugo. Not
4: only that, there was a great story about this because there's there is a business meeting during the WorldCon, and so people go yes. in and it's a it's strict Robert's rules of order. But uh the the <laughs> the idea that I'm walking along the hallway, and I knew this meeting was going on, but there wasn't really anything that I knew that I needed. And Chris is standing in the door and says, Rick, get in here. We need your vote. I was like, okay. I was like, Shall I go out and get field workers as well? <laughs> do we need more votes? It's like a Steinbeck novel. <laughs> and uh, what was the, vo- the they, they, there was opposition to having the podcast as a new format without additional discussion and yeah. another four years of <laughs> Now, do we
2: have to attend?
0: Of course not. No. To be eligible. No.
2: No, but if you do, now, if you I get, did get nominated, I would attend. I know you would. If, <laughs> if you get nominated, you get
4: great seeing of the Hugo Awards. Yeah, so.
0: great singing. See- and the pre-party had chicken tenders. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> you, you had me at... No, I... Oh, my God, is this...
2: I'm going to short out this, the microphone. I'm drooling with the possibility of that shiny spaceship.
0: Uh, but anyway, what did you actually win for? Best fanzine. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat>
2: Being-
4: What's a fanzine?
0: Why, a fanzine is an amateur publication done by amateurs for amateurs. Or others. Cool. <laughs> yes. So the drink tank on eFanzines.com. Look it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, been doing it now for about five years, and uh, it's fifth times the charm. So now,
4: did, you win we, for, did you win for a specific issue or for the year in it? In it's all? for the whole.
0: It's for the full run.
2: Yeah. Of okay. the year. Now, if we don't actually make money, though, we certainly would like to. Um, does fa- you know could Fanboy Planet qualify as a fanzine, or we- you know are we on a, profi- a different class?
0: No, no, you're in the same class actually. Yeah, you would, it. It. as long as no one is specifically <laughs> I was state. hopefully telling what no. Well,
2: well
4: Starship Sofas a, fa- uh, a a podcast as well, right? Yes, it is. And they were up against you yeah, this they, year.
0: <laughs> they came in second. Ooh, that's warm.
2: Uh, <laughs> yes, Chris Garcia is getting reaping so many benefits from his Hugo Award. That's right. <laughs> Groupie
4: scroping him. Yes.
2: Yep. Unfortunately, it's Nate, but still
0: we'll
5: take it. I am a groupie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I and believe he's gr- technically a christener. <laughs> oh, no!
2: <laughs> now I have to even respect that. <laughs> yeah, you're a christener. Yeah. Okay. Totally so, a uh, so, yes, we're here to celebrate. So you want to talk about the Hugos in general,
0: things, uh, Yeah, well, Worldcon,
2: yeah. a Worldcon report?
0: Worldcon was pretty amazing, though I might not be the most objective person to ask.
2: Because you don't remember anything after Saturday night.
0: <laughs> um, I remember a lot of hugs.
2: Uh, Friday night was a little fuzzy too. Friday night was a little bit fuzzy. Not yeah. everybody got all those hugs.
0: Yeah, I had a had breakfast and then booze, and that was about
4: it. Uh-huh. Um, but that was a good time. That was a good time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it in was- Reno. Reno, uh, Reno, Nevada. The Atlantis and the Pepper Mill. You yeah. can
1: drink on the street there, can't you? Yes, you
4: can. Yes, you oh, can. You can good. drink on the street. Yeah. You can drink yeah. on the con floor. That does yeah.
2: not seem like a good idea. You can oh, drink during yeah. the panels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was really impressive. Uh, the best part for me, other than the you know Hugo thing, was we did the match game
2: again. Yes, yes.
0: and I had just won the Hugo, so they didn't expect me. <laughs> so I showed up. No one expects Chris. Yes, and we Late. played and it was funny and dark and hilarious. Yeah, don't block the books for Not the love of God. books.
4: You say that now.
0: But there were some great folks. Uh, Phil Folio, uh, Girl Genius, yeah, he won, won third right. Hugo in a row.
4: And a very classy act on him. After winning the third Hugo for Girl Genius, he has withdrawn himself from the category. That's right. and So, so other people can have a chance. Well, what was the at actual
2: it? category? It was it best webcomic or best? It was comic? best
1: girl genius. Best
0: graphic story. Okay. Yeah. So uh,
1: he so was, it was up, up against,
4: against Willingham for Fable. Witches for Fables, which is...
0: What was... Uh, the Unwritten by Mike Carey? And,
2: yes. Uh, great, great series from...
4: Uh, what's the one... Uh, the guy who does Starship Sofa does, Oh, does um, a, um, no, no,
0: not Starship Sofa. Uh, Schlock Mercenary by Howard right, Taylor. Right, That's it. Uh, and then another thing. Yeah. there's a fifth. Yeah. It was not as good as the others.
4: Yeah. I've... Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. It was okay. last. But All yeah. Right. <laughs> good.
4: All right, so... And then uh, did you... Uh, dr- uh, the- guests there were great I mean Tim Powers George R.R. Martin yeah um, uh, Tricky Pixie Pixie Tricky Pixie Tricky yes. Pixie I love uh, I've got uh, that sounds intriguing Alligator in My House is an earworm it's a good for me song. right now
0: <laughs> and uh, Rachel Bloom of uh, who was nominated for Fuck <laughs> Me Ray Bradbury was there?
2: Will you um, bleep that with a
0: monkey sound?
4: Th- that was uh, that was. That's actually the. the I title. know that it's. And actually they had a the lot title. of fun avoiding using that. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, well why don't we have fun avoiding <laughs> using that? But they actually announced it too. <laughs> they did. Yeah. I am familiar. George R. R. Martin. Will, said it is will. very.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm blank familiar way. with the song. Yes, I've, I've heard it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I got to meet her. She's cute. Yeah, she's very cute. She's yeah. currently. She's her, her
4: boyfriend was there protecting her. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, uh, and she actually has written now for the Drink Tank Issue 300. Oh, excellent. And so my, the new background on my phone is Mo Starkey, who came in third for fan artist. Uh, Phil Folio and Rachel Bloom all looking like they're diving for the Hugo. It's very cool. All right. I like things.
4: Uh, there was uh, Best New Writer, Lou Grossman. Yes. The, uh, for The Magicians.
0: For The Magicians. Very good. Very good guy. I've heard a lot of good things about that book. Yeah, and, really
4: yeah, good. And he moderated the Magical University Challenge.
0: Yes. And how'd that go for you, That Rick? went
4: quite well for me. <laughs> well,
0: where did you place in that
4: first? <laughs>
0: Woo, go you pods!
2: M- M- we M- have
4: M- the biggest nerds in all of podcastum. Miskatonic University rose to the challenge and and basically. <clears throat> Undid uh, break with breakbeaks, break bills? break bills,
0: or Break breakbeaks, yeah, something like that.
4: And also, the unseen university from mm-hmm. Terry Pratchett's books. We did not get to go head to head with uh, Hogwarts because they had been undone by Pratchett's voice. And
0: the lovely and talented Linda played for Hogwarts, or
4: uh, Linda was in so Pratchett. What,
2: what prize did you win? As a uh, I got to the-
4: stand up and wave at the crowd during the uh, during the. Um, Masquerade. Well, wow. that's about it. The Queen of
2: England gets to do that. too. I wore so a fez because fezes are cool. Yeah.
0: Who Indeed. else was on your team? It was. Uh, I, I'm. Allison. Viking, Allison,
4: and then we had a third, uh, third seat that rotated out because we were the only group that actually, actually fielded a team of four. Mm-hmm. So we had to rotate the two guys out, and I can't remember their name. Were they tiny? They were not as big as I. Canadian. A one was a Canadian. Yvonne Penny. Eh, probably. Uh, it sounds like a name. Tiny Canadians. Yes. When their pennies are worth less. And then... Uh,
0: Nowadays, no.
4: We actually... There was actually uh, a scoop because during the wild cards panel... Did
2: you not want to save that scoop for the actual point do in we the wanna, podcast? Do you want
4: to save it? We'll save it. We save can movies. save that. We'll save that. So let's move on later. to some comics. I've got it right here. You I love to, comics.
2: Do you want to move on to some comics, news? No. Yes.
5: I want to say congratulations to Krause.
0: Well, You're late. We already did, no,
5: but I just said it, so I'm not late. Oh,
0: well, thank okay. you, Nate. First for him. I'd like to dedicate this award to you and all the crippled children. So,
5: thank you. Oh,
0: that is
2: so weird. You know, weird. The rest of the crippled children. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, anyway. So. Um, They're feisty. Yeah. What are we doing on? This? Let's talk about death. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Right. See, what a we
2: we've got a lot of uh, we, we we've got a lot of uh, just like uh, just like our economy, the comics industry has been fluctuating like crazy with news this week. Uh, it began Sunday night with uh, news out there that uh, the largest chain of comic book stores in Arizona, oh, yeah. Atomic Comics, uh, shut their doors Sunday afternoon. Uh, four store chain, and uh, uh, Mike Malvey, I believe, is the uh, owner of those four. Uh, Undone actually by apparently a 16-year-old girl who lost control of her car at 9 p.m. five years ago and crashed into the, one of his storefronts and did over a million dollars worth of damage, which insurance did not quite cover. Wow! And therefore, uh, kids it affected. don't text while driving. Yes, uh, and apparently, you know that he's been struggling in keeping that kind of secret uh, from people. But this is a chain so popular that it was actually used in the film version of Kick Ass. That's, that's right. this comic book shop that the, right. the guys all shop at well, it was Atomic Comics. Well, that's it a great. Re- <laughs> it was recreated. Oh, okay. Oh, you okay. know, it was, a, but they they put that, but it was Atomic Comics. You're it, sure, it wasn't it, just
1: because it, it, it rhymed. No, uh, oh, okay. uh,
2: Mark Miller said he did it because he he loved he loved the way oh, signing an okay. at Atomic Comics. Well, so maybe much.
1: elusive comics can get in kick-ass, too. Uh, maybe
5: a uh, friend of the program, John Layman's favorite shop was also Atomic Comics. <laughs> oh, there
1: we go.
2: Well, because he was he's, he's living in Phoenix, yeah. And
1: uh, Fallout Boy's favorite comic shop was Atomic Comics. Right. So, I don't think that's true.
2: No, the band. Yeah. yeah. Really? Totally, totally true.
1: No, I was talking about Fallout Boy from, from the Radioactive Simpsons. Man? Yeah. Yeah because they're atomic because I mean, they're atomic Atomics. we
2: got yeah Thank I, both of you for I renew my objection this is okay <laughs> and I, I I renew my statement just let it die for god's sake we're talking about death uh, so um, what's anyway. our next death subject Well, our next de- are you, t- you told you're me d- Hellboy died? I say he just went home.
4: Okay. I just I was reading uh, that apparently this this uh, issue he's uh, they culminate the whole storyline. Yeah. No, you're wrong
2: because there's actually um, another miniseries coming after this. That's just what it's I read. It's called
4: Death of Hellboy.
2: Yes, uh, Death of Hellboy, and then there's a uh, Hellboy. Reborn. Reborn. No, I, yeah. yeah, Hellboy Reborn, something. So yes, it has been the three. Why issues. wouldn't they
1: just call it Hellboy Goes to Hell? Ultimate Hellboys? Yeah, uh, Hellboy. I say Hellboy Goes Home. You can't. Well, Whatever they call it, Go to Hell, Hellboy, Look, homeward,
2: Devil, um, something like that. I yeah. like that,
0: though it's a little literary.
2: It is. I li- I'm a little literary. Sorry. I'm not shocked. That's why I'm not going to win the Hugo. The Hellboy, Heart? No. The, the, the okay. Hellboy <laughs> Heart. The Hellboy <laughs> Heart. Uh, How about Burn Hellboy Burn? Oh, good. Um, so I like that. And then the uh, one back from the dead after, what, about 20 years is uh, The Crow got a special edition collection Ooh, last year. Wait week.
1: a minute. He was back from the dead every He's time he came back from the dead. Yes.
2: Right. No, it's still the same. So, people, anybody at this table actually read
4: more on a regular basis because yeah. it's, it's I a, read quite, quite first a bit of, of it because and
2: I only remember. read the first series and that's what this is this is a redone right. he went back and redrew some pages that he didn't have the original art for anymore and so now you can kind of see there's a big difference and he added some pages and filled in that's, some gaps
4: it's the best one uh, it, it changes significantly in other it's series it's called so. Let
1: It Go yeah. O'Bar I
2: no, like it well like you know I wasn't really a huge fan the first time I read it I, I respect Reread this and went, not only can I see how he's grown as an artist, so that's kind of an interesting addition to see that, to see how his style has changed. But uh, I, I also thought, okay, I, I get a little more respect. I always had a problem with the feeling like all these junkies that had attacked the guy in the first place yeah. seemed to be English uh, professors because they could quote Milton and uh, uh, Rimbo and so forth. Dude, Theat- what do
1: you think you do when you get high? You sit around and, and read, read literature. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Exactly. I just sit
2: around and read literature. I don't get a high. I, so I didn't know
4: that. I, or were I, you just I, faking it, it, it then?
0: And a and very the drug. If you do whippets, you know you're just quoting comics. And then if you know you get on. I don't do that either. What? And, uh, what? <laughs> what? Weeves <laughs> and all those folks.
2: <laughs> I just had a Dr Pepper. What's going to happen? Uh,
4: so. This is what's going to happen. Oh no. <laughs> um,
2: hey, uh, podcast. Oh. Okay. Um, So anyway, that's out there. It's an interesting edition. And if people uh, haven't experienced The Crow, you know, but if you are a Crow fan, I imagine you probably already have this by the time you've heard this. If you are not and you've been thinking about looking for it, it's interesting. But, uh, yeah, did James A. continue doing The Crow, like several miniseries beyond that first one?
4: Uh, there were different artists. Yeah, and, there
0: were two or three
2: yeah. different artists.
4: It's been a while. It's has been like fifteen years now, isn't it? You,
0: you, yeah, just about. Well, uh,
2: I know as they're talking about doing another Crow film, so yeah. the, you know the timing is
4: right for a special edition. I think but, I just redo the original story. It'd be fine uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yes. So,
1: uh, you, quick little trivia fact: Do you all know who was supposed to be the Crow before, instead of Brandon Lee? No. Anyone? Anyone? No. Anyone? Dave Mustaine. No, that's the <laughs> singer guitarist from Megadeth. Nate, do you want to chime in?
5: Keith Carradine.
0: No. I do like Keith Carradine.
2: He's yeah, a good choice so He was he was great in Will
0: in uh, Will Rogers' Follies.
2: You'll never guess.
1: Crit-
0: Even better in Nashville.
1: Christian Slater. Christian Slater? The wow. I would have
0: totally watched that.
1: Well, just think. We could have lost Christian Shl- Slater and kept Brandon Lee. Think about that.
4: I think Christian Slater wouldn't have been Done oh, I'm just the.
1: saying, though. But Brandon Lee was way better talent. But imagine yeah. the Fox pilots that never would have gotten made had that happened. <laughs> Brandon Lee might have had some Fox pilots. <laughs> 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 That's true. He uh, he had something. Yeah, yeah. Brandon Lee was a, was a talent. Yeah, we lost something. Well, let's uh, that night. Uh,
2: let's let's stick to comics a little bit and talk about things coming back from the dead. There, uh, Continuing. Bionic Man number one has sold out this week. It, uh, from the Dynamite it? Entertainment. It's gone. It's sold out. Oh, wow. And they were totally taken by surprise because no one pre-ordered it and it, all, and it sold out. <laughs> well, you know out. why? Why?
1: It cost $6 million. Oh, uh, shh. We can't officially say this. Oh.
2: Bionic Man. Yes, oh, it is okay. based on the screenplay for $6 million Man that Kevin Smith wrote back in the 90s for Universal Studios. Oh,
4: okay. um, is it closer to the Martin Caden book?
2: I really doubt that. That would have required Kevin Smith having read the original read the Martin Caton book, yeah. book.
0: Now, you know, I have heard nothing but good things. Uh, there was a gentleman at WorldCon who was actually uh, one of the comic sellers who had some pages of it th- for sale
4: from the comic oh. book. Yeah, okay,
0: and I, I'm interested. This okay. is my interested face. Really?
4: The Kaden, the caden yeah. book, the caden story is really good. It, it I know. deals I've, with the you, psychology you, of the you, you guy who told yeah. me that many yeah. times over dinner.
1: Yeah, But does it have Sasquatch in it? No! It doesn't. It's Andre. Boo, is 90% boo. more Andre the Giant.
4: It actually does become more Andre of a James Bond yes, story in the latter half, but, uh, you know.
2: Which is still, you can still get that $6 million dollar man, man DVD collection. Chokes from, yeah. Yeah.
4: For $140?
2: But we'd sold one copy. Have we? I got that. I, I forwarded get, the link
4: on to a friend who was looking for I
2: it. I did indeed get get uh, a little bit of it, it now, happening.
1: how is the Bionic Man related to We paid the, for
2: one month's worth of hosting with that, yes.
1: How is the Bionic Man related to the Bionic Commando? Anyone? I don't know. Anyone? Are you Just the word out? Bionic. Is this another is one of those? nephew of... I because Keith is Carradine right. was going to play him? Keith Carradine? Who's
2: the Bionic Commando?
1: Obviously, you, do, you, don't, video you do not play video games. A yeah. very
4: bad video game in the it's Xbox. You no, know, the awesome Xbox version game. of it was horrible. No, but the old 8-bit was The old 8-bit was, awesome. was fine.
1: He's right.
2: And it was supposed to be st- Steve Austin's nephew?
0: And wasted hours
1: of time. No, but uh, I was just curious if there was a connection. That's all.
2: Oh,
0: well, It uh, was good. Britt Rogers' nephew.
2: Oh, uh, Britt Reed's nephew? Was that the joke is. you were going for? I was going for it, but I missed like, it. Okay, yeah, so you. sorry. That was bad. Um. And uh, the comics industry seems to be been revived <laughs> by the new 52. Uh, oh, Even oh. though
1: Grant Morrison was... Uh, Grant Morrison
2: gives an interview in Rolling Stone this week saying comics are dead. Warren Ellis tweeted last week that if everybody over 40 is angry about the new 52, maybe that means that DC is on the right track.
0: Yeah.
4: Interesting.
2: Interesting opinion. And here's what we know. is Justice League number one, which comes out next week. It is has will be shipping over two hundred thousand copies, which is more than twice what the top selling comic for the last three months has been. Shouldn't they you, have, you have orders? It down to two million? two uh, hundred. You two, oh, two million. I wrote this very fast. Okay, two million. You want to take two million, but it's two hundred thousand.
1: I'll I'll take two million. Take one uh, zero I, take, off uh, I just there. want to know: Will there be foil covers? No. No, okay. no, this no. is not Marvel. Yeah. Well, then I won't but, buy
2: three copies of but, it. But, uh, well, yeah, and this is what people have been, been complaining. It's like, well, you know, in the heyday, X-Men number one sold over a million. But it was like, yeah, didn't they have foil covers? Didn't yeah. everybody no, buy they, five they had, copies? They, they had four bag. issues
4: that if you put them together, they made a triptych yeah. Right, right. Okay, so. Can be a triptych? It
2: was, yeah, a guess, yeah. quadri- it was a quadriptic, quadriptic. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, that's picture. what people are missing is that actually these are comics that are just trying to sell on the basis of a strong story. That's a good idea. I, I mean, ostensibly. I like comics that do that. Yeah. But
4: I'd like to know what their orders
2: Stories. are for I like gimmicks. <laughs> right. Well, and six issues, six other number ones... Uh, are, are shipping over 100,000. Yeah. So, um, what this. So that must sa- mean they're not as good. What Perry said here is well, you know, but I think nothing's had the, had the singular <coughs> hype of Justice League. Um, but, uh, and that's the one that's got Jim Lee and Jeff Johns, and it's mm-hmm. supposed to be, and even the person that doesn't know anything about comics right now has been told by USA Today that these are the two hottest creators in comics.
1: Wow. And Entertainment Weekly. Who and said <laughs> that the first
5: three issues will be on time and the rest will be months and months. Years later? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Who's taking over action?
2: Uh, that's Grant Morrison and Rags
0: Morales. I guess they're okay.
5: See the digital
4: yeah. version; they're going to deliver to you a page a day. day. <laughs> <They're>, well, <I, laughs> ooh, it's <laughs> like a webcomic, exactly that I'm paying for. <laughs> as opposed, uh, uh, yeah, you're,
2: you're right. Because one of the books has been like three different art teams on the first three issues. Like it's been it's so far behind, <laughs> they've had to resolicit, and swap yeah. over and over and over. Um, but they say they're. What came, book is that? Uh, now, I wish I could remember um, not one that I was going to buy uh, but uh, Perry over here the man, co manager of elusive said that one of the his suspicion is the the ones that are uh, over a hundred thousand are like action Batman because there is yeah. a there is an incentive cover Batman Green one Lantern, one in every Flash. yeah one in every hundred man. is going to, into uh, mystery is going to have an alternate cover. Journey into Mystery. That would be Marvel. Oh, sorry. We Take off your headphones. Tails. Walk away. We'll finish this podcast without you. We'll give you your equipment when we're done.
6: God, he no. is not a position. Yeah, yeah. No, it's no. The goatee. I thought
2: that would work.
4: I'm actually. Yeah, he yes. does have the evil spot goatee. I am on. the mirror, mirror version of
2: Derek. Yes. And then Rick, you texted, emailed me a title: "Avenging Spider-Man Number One," and I have no idea what that is. Supposedly
4: a team up book
1: team up
2: as in as in like avenging, yeah, we already, as we already Avengers?
1: reported this didn't
5: we as in Spider-Man we and we reported this after Comic-Con uh, during the Marvel panel that I attended they were going to be doing Avenging Spider-Man written by Zeb Wells
4: there we go
2: okay well Rick was the one who sent it to me so I'm, uh, I assume he was there at that <laughs> with you so
4: so blame Rick you know, I blame you
5: no don't blame me I blame you for not remembering Derek. I, I wasn't there state.
4: I blame the goatee you were here with the podcast you we covered here. this
5: was I I blame the world. No, that was the week I was off. What? I think. Oh. All right. Let's just cut this whole section out then. Um, Oh. No, let's talk about it again. Okay. Go ahead. Tell us what you know then. Don't. Avenging Spider-Man written by Zeb Wells will be a team-up book where it'll
1: show (laughs) Spider-Man's
5: adventures with the FF and the Avengers and uh, other teammates.
2: Zeb Wells who's been writing uh, short films for Sean Becker? Zeb Direct Wells. for Team Unicorn.
5: Exactly. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, when uh, at the panel, I asked a question and specifically said to him, Zeb, enjoyed your work on the, uh, u- what was the unicorn? Team Unicorn. Team Unicorn production of the what? Beach, whatever it was called, <laughs> directed by Sean Becker. And he looked at me like I was crazy. And you Which are. It was hilarious.
1: I've uh, parted with uh, Zeb enough. Wells in the Marvel suite. So, uh, hey, how's it going, Zeb? You are really still. You're going for that one. That's quick. It's not. From. I'm not lying. No, not technically. No. <laughs> it's a type of lying. No, it's a truth.
6: Yes.
2: All right. So anyway, it's a good thing. It was a good thing that was all being cut. Uh, so except for except for Lons touting himself when he won one award that was as just as prestigious no, no, as no, a Hugo I, award. I, I do not want to talk about that. the I
1: was to Talk about Zeb Wells. Yes. I've party do, with
4: it. Do him. we need to stop recording for a little I, I,
1: I don't no. know. It seems No, keep going. Keep your seat. Um,
2: oh. Oh. oh that
4: was a near miss. And if that can't, that. Open, <laughs> it it <laughs> that can't have been open.
1: I had
2: but it was open. Right, full. Full.
4: Okay. Let's talk movies, shall I love we?
2: Movies. <laughs> so let's get back to that Hugo news because you got a sc- uh, I do don't know if we say a scoop because—but I, uh, I haven't seen it anywhere else. So it was a little, news, uh, a little bit of because, news because,
4: again, back at WorldCon, George R. R. Martin had all of his contributors. Sorry. WorldCon,
2: were... where Chris Garcia won a Hugo award, exactly,
4: <gasps> exactly, yeah,
6: oh. yeah. Hey, if you hadn't hey, noticed, hey, get some We're to bring that up every
4: single chance
6: they can. Yes. We are bring tonight. Up one. Yes,
0: we you went Hugo. Yes. <laughs> Chris Cursy
4: is Hugo. The Hugo, he's carrying around with him?
1: Yes. Which
4: <laughs> uh, <Exactly>. has <laughs> its
0: own carrying sock? Exactly.
4: It's the sock used to clean it. Clean, you groom it. Oh, hourly. oh,
1: that's what the sock is for? I thought you were going to do, like, your Mick Foley impersonation or something. Uh, <laughs> nice.
0: Mr. Socko. Open up, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? oh
2: good. anyway
1: so there was so a panel on R. R.
4: there was a panel on wild cards which is a shared universe uh, I think there's like 22 books yeah, now huge numbers um and they've been doing it for a number of years basically shared universe is all these writers come in they contribute characters you can use other people's characters as long as you don't kill them off without their without permission from the or, or the person who right. created it and they write thematically stories and um but And and this has been on and off a series for a number of years because there were gaps of time where they weren't producing anything, and they came back. And right now, it's going pretty strong. And apparently, Melinda Snodgrass, one of the editors along with George uh, on the series, did announce, and she said, "Don't tweet tweet this. Don't tweet this heavily." Um, But and you can tell, so we can podcast. You can tell people, and I've seen it on a couple of websites since. That uh, they they're looking they're they're being investigated as a movie, so they, yes. that they be um, they, and the the only things that they said specifically would they the the wild card story starts in the forties yes Jet Boy and so they wouldn't actually go back and tell old stories to try and keep it more current and but within the universe there's all kinds of things they can yeah. do with uh, those with those two. you, know you have amazing that, writers in there the like like. Uh, uh, Zelazny uh, and really? yeah, Zlasny he wrote, wrote he, he created wrote Croyd Crenson, didn't he? Exactly. Sleeper. Who who they did oh, okay. a, they did a a panel review, and that was the favorite character of all the writers who were there. Was Croyd, um, but it, it's uh, pretty exciting. Uh, the Wild Cards has been the paperback and hardback series, and was done as a four issue epic style Marvel. Um, Limited series as well.
2: And someone else just had done a, did a continuation of it as well. As a comic. Did they? Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, oh, I think I want to
2: so. say it was Dynamite, but I don't think it's, That's right. It's the Devil Brothers. Yes, I have, those, I have those, uh, set of But I can't remember what they called their imprint at that time. Yeah. yeah. You
5: know, funny story.
2: Uh, the just only one. of Hugo?
5: <coughs> yeah. That's Funnier f- than that is that he's about to wipe it off because uh, it was just handled. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It has fingerprints on it. You've been doing that to everyone. All right. Um, Could have done a
0: lot it, worse. The first graphic novel to everyone a Hugo was Watchmen. What came in second that year was Wild Cards. Oh. And George R. R. Martin fully expected to win and wore his ruffly shirt
1: powder blue tuxedo. Fortunato. Would you
2: like to, to be like Dr. Taccan? No. Or Fortunato.
4: Fortunato.
1: Would you stop stroking that thing, please? <laughs> what place
5: uh, were you in the Hugo Awards that year, Chris?
0: I was 12. <laughs>
4: Best fan dribbler. So that's the all, that's the, that was the saved up news from WorldCon.
2: Okay, good, good, good. Uh, today, the a picture leaked, uh, proving indeed that Henry Cavill will not be wearing red trunks in Superman: Man of Steel. Woo! Oh. Yes, so
1: he's gonna be walking around naked.
2: <laughs> he's gonna be wearing the just it's a blue suit with a blue oh, belt, pants, it's a blue onesie. It's a, it is. It's like you can sort of see there's an outline of a belt, but it's it looks like it's blue too. <coughs> it's bizarre.
4: Does it come with a hood?
2: Not yet. But do it does I have footies.
4: footies. <laughs> does it have mittens?
5: Red footies. Aww.
2: Yeah, so kind of kind of interesting there. And then there's a picture of Zod from the back. And Are we uh, sure that was
5: Zod? Because I looked at the picture you posted. It could be someone that's supposed to be a bigger alien type thing. Well, right? that's what
2: Mike here, but it, it, there's another shot of him in, in the same suit, and, and it's been identified as uh, uh, There's another picture where you can see that it is um, Michael Shannon oh, who sorry. is on. So, I like that guy. So good actor. I'm just not so sold on what exactly that suit's supposed to be doing. It doesn't look quite fully mocap, but like some of it's going to be CG'd. Uh-huh. So uh, it's odd. It just looks. So a little it's going
1: to be a CG suit.
2: Kind of like the Green Lantern situation. Yeah, that all over worked. Again. Yeah. I. <laughs> you know, I, this might have been a night where we could have just had, hey, you could have phoned it in because I could have predicted some of your lines tonight.
1: <laughs> well, I was I was setting them up, yeah, and you're yeah, like yeah,
2: looking yeah. at me all weird. Yeah. No, that's just me. Um, so, uh, and then this weekend was uh, D23, where a lot of Avengers oh, did you news go came out. hit!
1: I had, a, I had a friend go to that. Did you? She actually brought me back a cool Avengers 8 bit shirt. She got in. Okay. So, because I yeah, got. Yeah, but a, it was sold out on Saturday. She I tried got to an, go back on Saturday.
2: I yeah. got an email from Rob Cordaway from. Uh, yeah, he I saw, went,
1: his, I saw his Facebook. mail from
2: a Fandroid who emailed me and said, Are you at D23? I said, No. And I said, he said he'd been standing in line. He's a member of D twenty three, so this the fan. For those who don't know, it's the fan group that Disney um, charges a lot of money to, and offers them through that fan membership the opportunity to do to spend even more money on huh. Disney uh, goods. And uh, that's so, why they're running the world. That is indeed. You yeah. may open your wallet to us. Yes, um, welcome. And uh, so, as a member of D twenty three, he got in an hour before the general public those who had just shown up to be part That's of awesome. to be awesome. yeah but here's the thing so he immediately got in line for the Avengers presentation and couldn't get in so, why not so it was it was all full so the question is who actually got to see the Avengers a- exhibition? Wait, 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 I'd say wait, press. wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. Say again now. Wait, he got in. He an got in an before. hour before the public. Right. This is like Hall H. This is like. He got an hour H. before the public, but there was already it was already sold out. It was already full.
2: Wait a second. It does seem a little iffy, doesn't it? Wait a second. I'm waiting. You're putting it together. You're putting it together. Well oh, you're waiting on me. I w- well you're oh, the one saying, okay. Wait a second, I'm waiting to see, you know.
1: Yeah, that sounds a little fishy there, D twenty three. But a lot of
2: you know, a lot of press got in and we'll assume everybody who uh, works for Disney got their families in. Uh, maybe and maybe
1: that's what it, I mean. Uh, I would probably. say I
2: would say an event Park where you, workers where you had Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans. Uh, the only people Scarjo?
1: Was Scarjo there? I like Scarjo. I think
2: Scarjo was there. Um the girl from uh, the woman, Kobe Smulders from How I Met Your Mother is Maria oh, Hill. Oh,
1: Cole Smoll? Cole Smoll. Cole Smoll was there? Cole Small
2: But uh, Mark Ruffalo, and it looked like Joss Whedon we- was not there. And Mara Joss,
1: wasn't there? No, and it looks oh. like Joss
2: Whedon wasn't there because oh. was rumors they were actually filming some Hulk footage. Joss Whedon wasn't? No, that's no, stupid. No. I'm sorry. That was, that was, <laughs> it was stupid a couple minutes I was ago. I trying to but wait, you know. <laughs> what to the hell? Um, why put the brakes on now? Go ahead. Uh, and I don't think Samuel Jackson was there.
6: What? No,
0: he was Saja there. <laughs> wasn't there? No, he was there but just at the very 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 end. Okay. Uh um, See what I did there? No, I don't. No. Like
2: don't.
5: all the movies, it's only at the very, oh, very, very okay, end. Oh, yeah, okay. I, yeah. Thought you a, I thought you I thought you making a racist I bus totally joke. I totally knew what you were going to go and, with that. And maybe we <laughs> just
2: need to forget about this completely. <laughs> uh So, but uh, I like I've been
4: gone. Is there stuff I'm supposed to edit out later? Probably. Probably. No. Okay. Uh
2: so anyway, uh they showed uh, a scene uh, with uh Nick Fury confronting uh, Loki in the in a cell in the shield helicarrier, which uh, is supposed to um, that's going to turn out well. Gonna turn out, <laughs> yeah, well, basically, it's designed to open up and drop out because they actually built it for the Hulk, uh, so that if he gets to uh, nice, they'll just drop him. And so they've got Loki in there, and uh, so then they, apparently they showed you know just like little yeah, quick yeah, teasers of everybody in great. action. Uh, there was some footage released, la- or I shouldn't say there was footage released. People, of course. It must be hell making a a, a big budget movie this Tell me right about now. It. No, because everybody you you hire is an extra, or they're working in a building that you've rented out. The street below has got their little cell phone cameras, and so this week exactly. there's Tom Hiddleston walking around as Loki, waiting to be shot, you know, waiting for footage to be shot. And then people have have
4: we live in a wonderful time?
2: Yes, people have tweeted. I uh, have a complaint footage about where that footage. it though. does look like it's um, the scrolls. So Loki hasn't mentions in the footage. Oh, describe That uh, well, does it look
1: like scrolls or it just looks like they're fighting a group of people? There's an alien. or Hydra.
2: There's an could alien group, and Loki says he has an army. That's
1: but it also could be the uh, the uh, not the what's Frost the, Giants. What's the opposite of the scrolls? Kree. Kree, Kree. could be Kree soldiers too. Could be. I don't know. But I have a complaint. Did you see that footage yeah. that was released where it was like a Thor and Captain America fighting? I didn't watch it, but Rick did we
4: were it. talking fighting about fighting each that.
5: other or fighting. They or... were
1: fighting a group of yeah, yeah, yeah. people. Right. And my complaint was okay. I understand in action in these superhero movies you always have an excuse to get the hero's mask off so you can get him some screen FaceTime. Right. But it's usually like in like a dramatic scene where they have it's a lot of dialogue tired. and they can talk, whatever. In this one, Chris Evans, or I think it was his stuntman, it's just full-on mask off in the middle of this fight with Thor. Not with Thor, but, you know, alongside him. And I'm sitting there going like, you know what? Of all the scenes I want to see Captain America have his mask
4: on, it's
1: when they're in this all-out melee with, you know, people fighting him and everything else. Why did they have to take his mask
4: off? That bothered me a little bit, too. I, wouldn't, I was not ready to rant on it. But <laughs> no, I thing. do, though. I hate that stuff. I know. I hate know. it.
1: Give me my heroes with their masks on. Uh, yeah. I,
2: I agree with that. Okay. Or don't
1: even put them in costumes. I like that.
6: Idea.
2: Well, then it's just the all other Avengers. Yeah. What's that The one from England? I like. Yeah, that, Yeah, so. and that
1: movie was awesome. What? what? It was really had great belts. No, You've just, named the one British.
2: I said awesomely bad. Okay, exactly. It's like of all
4: what of all the British things that's, you would that's like. That's the one picture <laughs> Roger that uh, Sean Connery really wants to take back.
2: I he also want to take back Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen.
1: Uh, no, he eh, Maybe not entrapment. Not so
2: much. Not so
4: much.
0: Hey, entrapment was classy. Okay.
4: I would watch League over Avengers. Okay. Well, no, I would better. agree with that. Wow. I would Eddie agree with that.
0: Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard.
4: Eddie Izzard.
2: Who was not given any lines of dialogue. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's how yeah, wrong that film vote. was. Exactly. Um, so uh, anyway, Nate uh, was down in Los Angeles, and this weekend saw a little film he'd like to tell us about.
5: I did see a little film called Red State.
2: Kevin Smith's horror film.
5: It's not a horror film. It's a well, he was thriller. saying it was. It's, <laughs> it's horror in that you sit there and think, oh, this could actually happen. Uh, so that uh, so and, it's, that is a it's that's a, what's it's about our budget a crisis. No, it's about uh, extreme religious group. But uh, oh, I'm Marvel just, fans I'm isn't looking it at,
1: based off of the what's that uh, the, the something, Phelps, yeah. Phelps family? What yeah. are they called? Like the South Baptist
5: Impossible Westbro, Mission Force? It's West the Westboro Fel- ba- uh, Baptist Church. Yes, it's loosely. But they actually mention that actual family, so it's not <coughs> specifically. They're not saying this is that family. This family that is in the movie is a more extreme, uh, quasi terrorist family. And uh, I'm actually looking at the IMDb right now on my phone, and it's got a whopping 6.4 out of 10 stars, which I think is disgusting, <laughs> because the movie was awesome. Um, Michael Parks, who plays the head of the family, Aben Cooper, was stupendous.
1: Aben Cooper, wasn't he the one that gave Green Lantern his ring? Exactly. Okay. He plays Same. the purple alien. Awesome. In Red State,
4: I'm getting a little confused now. <laughs> Shh. Just follow. It along. was a
0: sled.
5: What? Uh, but basically, it's you know, is this religious extremist religious family that let's go over here again. Basically, hoodwinks uh, people into coming to their trailer so they can kill them because they're sinners, and it follows
4: the people who they kill are sinners.
5: The people they kill are sinners in their eyes because what they're doing is putting out ads for sex and having people come to the trailer. So it's trap. Like, okay, you guys want to have sex with somebody, so you're sinners because fornicating. Basically. Pretty funny that they're
4: both trying to kill each other because they thought they have some centers.
5: So they get these three high school kids to come down to the trailer, and basically they uh, take them into their.
1: So it's kind of like Hostel.
5: Not... Oh. I never seen Hostel. Oh, Aren't they okay. torturing people in Hostel? Yes. Yeah, but
1: they're they're like three horny kids out to get laid, and then yeah. they get trapped at a hostel. Okay, well, uh, I guess that in,
5: part is about well, like, similar. I actually, to
3: had a horror film class this summer, and we actually talked about to not see Hostel and my understanding of it was that it was more because they were American and less because of what they were doing there.
1: Yeah, no, you're probably right it wasn't, that wasn't the motivation for taking them, it was yeah. just, it was easy they were easy prey. But
2: would you yeah. say this is uh, growing stupid, uh, Kevin Smith's ability as a director? Were you uh, was it, it going to fit in, it, does it fit as it Kevin Smith? Did it feel it like a Kevin
4: Smith, Smith do film? do
5: with any of the other Kevin Smith films. Well, of course not.
2: James Jane, Helen, Bob
5: get killed, which <laughs> right, right. would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
4: Little walkthrough. Uh,
5: I mean, did it feel like a Kevin Smith film? I don't know. There was dialogue in it. Was we it a clever dialogue? dialogue? It, was, it was a lot of it was clever. Uh, the ending I felt was clever and very clever. C- Kevin Smith <laughs> clever. Uh, there were some really funny parts, as creepy as the whole thing was. Um, but yeah. Okay, great. Cool. And it'll be so was that a recommendation so or a condemnation? I, I absolutely recommend the movie. Is he still,
2: uh, he's still doing this as a, kind of like a road show thing. He's well, not doing a wide release? Coming
5: on it's on demand not, soon, yes. It's not a wide release. This week, so last Friday through the end of this week, was an Academy Award uh, qualifier, qualifier showing in L.A. And then I want to say September 6th, but I'm not 100% positive it's going to be available on demand. And then in October it comes out on D V D and Blu-ray.
1: What about Netflix? Anything on not gonna be on Netflix? I yeah. would
5: guess that when it's available on when it's DVD on demand. And oh, okay. What about Laserdisc? I don't think no. they actually produce those anymore, do they?
4: Only if you're
0: saying that my Laserdisc player is useless now?
5: I'm saying you're not gonna get any. New I'm saying LaserDisc it's useless, like you watch your your old player. films. If you have a Laserdisc, I assume it still plays on your Laserdisc player. It does. Then it's not obsolete in your household, is it? Thank you. Okay.
0: That
2: was Hugo Winner. That was Chris Garcia. (laughs) Point? (laughs) Counterpoint. Pointless? Counterpointless. Uh, So, uh, anyway, let's go to television, shall we? Um, Yes. Shall we? Uh, Just a couple of comics to TV adaptations. Showtime has picked up uh, a book from Oni called The Damned by uh, Cullen Bunn and Brian Hurt. It, it, oh, we don't talk about owning press very often. No.
6: There's,
0: There's
2: a reason. It's described. It, well, they sold a the show to Showtime. That's uh, true. It's described as uh, the Sopranos go to hell.
0: I bought the first.
2: You did I, okay.
0: I don't know if I've even read it, but I remember buying it, saying, "Oh, this looks cool." Yeah. Okay, because it reminded so. me a lot of Mob Fire. Uh, old <laughs> oh, oh yeah, Warren Please from Vertigo.
2: That. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, so that that's that's going on. Uh, Warren Littlefield is one of the producers on that. who was wasn't he head of NBC for a while at some point, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then they also have a, another series called The Sixth Gun that is uh, being developed into a sci-fi. That one fantastic.
4: was that one had a lot of coverage at WorldCon. Yeah, okay. do Gun. you know the story about no, those? No, I don't know the six. There's guns. six guns from hell, and they uh, each one has a special power. And the story happens when a woman acquires one of these guns, and then she has to. Do battle with the owners of all the other ones. Yeah, it's very much in. the It's vein. a western. Yeah, uh, it's
0: very much in the vein of the weird west tales and
4: Jonah yeah. Hex. okay, so uh, it looks pretty cool. Yeah,
2: it's really So, so the comics look cool. How is sci-fi going to mess that up?
1: <laughs>
4: um, they're going to turn it into a modern day piece.
1: Uh, ooh, that would be bad. Okay,
2: Lon, uh, um, do you have an opinion on that?
1: Uh, sci-fi will underfund uh, it and uh, miscast it. Uh, they will use CG where it is not necessary.
0: And there okay. won't be any so guns everywhere. Okay. And a shark to
1: <laughs> Actually I would disagree with Chris and say that a shark puss <laughs> actually <laughs> improves a movie.
0: Yeah, I was thinking I wanna watch that. Um so uh Sharktopus versus Kramer. That's the one I want to see. <laughs> Jeff Kramer? Sure. Okay. Uh <laughs> And this week, just to kind of,
2: uh, there was uh, a Phineas and Ferb across the second dimension. Are you a Phineas and Ferb fan? I am not. Okay. Uh, Disney Channel's hit animated series is very bizarre involving a platypus. Yes. Perry, who is not to be confused with the co-manager of Elusive Comics and Games. Oh, Although. He does have
1: a bill <laughs> and lays eggs. At a and there was a, at, a, at a
2: Comic-Con there was a, a huge bus, and people, it was one of the more of. Uh, Crowded exhibits at Comic Con, so clearly it has a huge fan base. It does; it's absolutely giant. And uh, and Richard O'Brien of uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show occasionally guest voices.
0: Um, I would actually say he's Richard O'Brien from the Dungeons and Dragons film. Yeah, you would say that. Yeah. that. <laughs> it has the greatest line in the history of of cinema. Which, by the way, you
2: get to see. Uh, you can play Dungeons and Dragons every Wednesday night here at Elusive Comics and Games. the store. right around the corner from us, right now.
4: Uh, so. I have a we're all holding. looking forward. We're lo- looking towards that end of the store to make, make sure it. they don't attack.
2: Anyway, if you watch okay. it, if you I watch this film sense. on the on the uh, on the uh, D, uh, on the Farewell, Disney Channel, love. you can get the
6: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah,
4: you're lucky you didn't get up much close to break the bubble on that one. Yeah.
2: Anyways, what? If you watch the movie on the Disney Channel, why would you want to get the DVD? Well, the DVD has some interesting extras, Uh, which include you can put together your own platypult. I like platypults. They have a cardboard Perry the Platypus catapult
0: you can put together. Uh, It involves the
2: plot of they go to an alternate universe. It's like for comics readers where um, the evil villain has indeed taken over everything. Are you saying a what-if story? It's kind of a what-if story. They get transported to an alternate universe. Uh, and then it yeah. has a disc that includes the digital copy copy and eight uh, MP3s. Really, of uh, songs from uh, which the Disney Channel, of course, is fantastic at, at filling children's heads with earworms of very very catchy pop songs. Yeah, uh, and like uh, Baby come back. Sure, That's a good and and, uh, baby come back. And, uh, baby, baby, and 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 sung by babies
6: point,
2: oh, at any point. Phineas Verb is full of really fun Funny. pop songs, just yeah. like. Uh, uh, I want to think which, which series that I really like to you see that? Um, very, fairly Odd Parents. Fairly yes. odd. That's I, I a great, great song. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I want to put that out there. And now we've got Justin here for games. What is your uh, game of? Uh, what's oh, your topic
3: man. this week, Justin? So the first game I'm going to be reviewing is a game I've actually been playing for quite some time now. It's called uh, League of Legends. It's a online game, massively multiplayer, that is free to play. You just have to go and download it, which, fair warning, it will take a little while to download. Uh, The content is free unless you want to pay for specific things. Now, to get to the game itself to tell you why you'd want to pay for it, it, for anyone who is familiar, it is similar to a game called Dota, also known as uh, Defense Against the Ancients. So the basic idea is... It's not your fault. <laughs> Dude, just watch Chris <laughs> Garcia.
4: Stop
2: it!
4: <laughs> <laughs> we do this to everybody.
3: <laughs> Slight difficulties. Um, so, back on track. Dota. So, you have two teams of five playing ch- playing champions from the game. All super-powered, very super-powered people. One is a boy riding a Yeti. Uh, the other one is basically... A female vampire hunter with a crossbow on her arm and a bigger one on her back. Uh, let's see. What other weird guys are there? In case she needs to shoot up. Yes. I, don't, I don't know how that works. On her back?
1: She can she... switch
4: out.
3: Oh, oh, gotcha. You also have a werewolf. You have lots of Is there
1: a strange. werewolf riding a yeti? No. Oh, well then it sucks. However, no, I'm kidding. I'm joking.
2: <laughs> however, one of the... That would be awesome. <laughs> series, webcomic for us. Yeah. What yeah. about a were-yeti?
3: Werewolf, Frighting, No. Uh, so, game again. Uh, <laughs> no, I had a question, though. Is this superhero-themed, or is it just kind of like Fantasy. fantasy-based? Okay. Fantasy, swords, and magic.
4: And yeah, when you say hero in this crowd, you have to specify that it's right, not, right. not a guy in Long John's.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, the basic game is two teams of five trying to get to the enemy's base to destroy what is called their nexus. To do that, there are three lanes that you can go through, which have minions spawning for both sides constantly going through, which you kill for additional gold to buy items and experience points in-game. What prevents you from just going straight to the enemy enemy base is a series of towers which you have to systematically destroy. Generally, with the assistance of the minions, because getting hit by a tower will generally kill you very, very quickly. So this Just is like this is
4: life. this is kind of based on the real-time strategy games.
3: Uh, yes, it's based on the game Dota, which, as I said before, is short for Defense Against the Ancients, which is a mod for the real-time strategy game Warcraft. So that, oh, I've heard of that which predates
2: yeah. World of Warcraft, right? Yes, uh, yes the original version, significantly.
1: But does it predate? S- is Starcraft related or no? Uh, it's all the same company. Same company. Okay. They
3: first made Warcraft. They made a very old version of it. Then they made the newer versions. And I'm then not sure which came first, Starcraft Arts and craft. Or Warcraft or World Warcraft. I think Starcraft came in joke. after Warcraft two. I and know. Then it I'm, was a
4: long time before StarCraft two came here. out.
3: I'm trying Do to figure out if Warcraft it was World of Warcraft and Macaroni or and Cheese that came out first.
4: Uh, StarCraft came out first.
3: Okay. So What's going it's on? it's based on the Dota, which is a mod for that game, but it is not itself significantly based on it. It mostly just takes ideas. So you
4: played this online with a bunch of friends. Yes. I
3: play with my friends from college, and outside of the game, we use another program called Skype to communicate.
1: Now, is this a new release? Is that why we're talking about it, or is this just getting popular right now, or...?
3: It just just had, at a couple uh, prominent eSports events, Mm. some tournaments. Mm. Uh, I don't remember what the prize pool was for the last one, but it was, I think I'm... Think about half a million. Is, the it a, pool? is it a head uh, to head type game or have to Half a million dollars.
2: Seriously? Real dollars?
5: Not I mean, Gaia money yes. or something no, like that? No, I mean, is half a yes. million dollars to play this. Okay,
3: so this. No, it's half a million dollar prize pool. So pool. split among the uh, various teams. So yes. usually
1: 60% goes to the winner. So b- just out of curiosity though, how do you win? Do you have to complete the me- me- mission or do you have so, to kill everybody else? That's or? what I was
3: getting at. Okay. And it's not head to head, it is team of five versus team of five. Hmm. Each tra- each selects their own champions which in competitive games there is a there is actually champion selected part of the game because you're selecting a champion selecting the counter champion selecting various roles hmm. and so it is pushed down the towers in the lanes so that you can gain access to Deeper and deeper into your enemy's base, and eventually, if you get deep, you can destroy the enemy nexus, which is basically blowing up their base. And then you win. And then you win. Right. Oh, Okay.
2: Now, for a tournament thing, just for those listeners at home who are thinking about possibly quitting their day jobs, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, right. How, how long would that? How much time would that take? Is this something you could do? Like you could play this game in an hour, two, uh, or five days?
3: So, so, a game of League of Legends generally takes. 30 to 45 minutes. It can go as long okay. as an hour, however. Okay, so that but is something someone
2: it. could do in an evening. Yes. Yeah. It's not one of those... But if you're, really you're going to be in a success. tournament, you're going to play several of evening. those. No, things, I, exactly. I,
3: I understand it that. Not, it is not a time-slink like World of Warcraft. Okay,
4: But so, it's free.
3: And yes, So what's the website
4: where people can download this?
3: Uh, leagueoflegends.com And the, the company that makes this is called Riot Games. Uh, so the reason that you would pay for this is that every week they they make 10 of the champions free to play. Nor, normally you don't have all the champions unlocked. You can either win, you can play games to get what is called influence points, which you can then spend to unlock champions. However, this can take a while as you only get about, on average, 70 IP per game. And a expensive champion can cost somewhere between Four hundred fifty to six thousand three hundred IP. Okay. Uh, however, you can also uh, buy what are called riot points, which can just just a quick access to buying the champions, or also various other things like champion bundles. So, or like sc- a
2: lot of other online role playing games that have been for free, um, you know, the, yes, there's just areas that you can't yes. ha- access without
4: paying a membership.
3: Yes. yes. In however, this case, it's a, however, it's- this. Does not have a membership. There is no monthly fee. It's just okay. buy it when you want it.
4: And how much did the high-level champion yeah, the, cost? The
3: highest-level highest champion, the most expensive ones, only cost $7.50. $7. $7.50. Okay, so again, I'm, I,
2: so so not, I'm making sure between IP and dollar signs. Right, want so right, it's yes. real money. Well, so right. it's not that expensive, really. The, okay.
3: You buy the Riot Points, then you spend the Riot Points to buy the champions or bundles or various other things. So you will have a little left over, but... Not that much, and the more riot points you buy, the better. Okay, and the website actually. again? League of Legends Okay. okay. Excellent.
2: Now I have I've been had penned in here.
1: Lon's surprise. Oh, are we done? Is this? I yeah. just wanted to end the show. Well, with, or it could be surprise. Okay, then give, g- go throw it to Chris. Then yeah, oh, I've got Hugo three. winner Chris Garcia. Garcia.
0: I have two recommendations for wrestling videos. Oh. Uh, one is the current uh, WWE release, which I believe came out yesterday, which is the DVD of the show. I believe it's Over the Edge with the CM Punk versus John Cena greatest WWE match in history. That you
2: actually wrote a column
0: on. I wrote a column. The last column I wrote. Yes. Before I won this Hugo.
4: Feel free to to chime in, Adam. Adam's standing back there just just anxious. It's
0: an exceptionally good match. Uh, Wonderful to watch. But even more impressive, I believe the next weekend took place in beautiful somewhere back east uh, (laughs) was i love that place my favorite vacation area there was chikarasaurus rex king of sequel now chikara pro is a wrestling company out of philadelphia typically and they have people like uh el generico the generic luchador (laughs) who is from montreal quebec mexico um Also, Mike Quackenbush, who wrote for the Drink Tank, Hugo winning Drink Tank, issue 300. Are you going to have a new banner? I am. Uh, There's all sorts of great uh, wrestlers in there, and it's really impressive. I really recommend going to Chakarapro.com, I
2: believe it is. And order this DVD. And
0: order the DVD or any of their DVDs. Okay. All right. Oh, more people coming, reaching in to touch touch the Hugo. You could even touch the rocket.
2: Oh. Troy, get over here. Touch the rocket. When are you going to touch the Hugo again?
4: Yeah, <laughs> touch Chris's rocket. Uh,
2: no, not that one. Okay, just the tip. Just, just <laughs> the tip. Yeah, okay. So now, uh, Lon, what is your
1: surprise? So okay. I just wanted to uh, show everyone my commitment to oh, fanboy yeah, 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 excellence yeah. and uh, debut my latest tattoo. Oh my gosh! I didn't even notice that. I'm so sorry. Nice. It's a little flaky right now, but uh, yep. There you
4: go. It is the winged worm from Iron Fist. That's it is awesome. the
1: Shaolau dragon from Kun Lan. The... The Iron Fist logo. So there you go.
4: On his wow. arm, Sweet. so you don't actually think Sweet. that he lifted and it's the... it's very
1: uh, sharp. I got it done at Dawe in Santa Clara. Lily did it. She's awesome. So She's that awesome. now matches great your,
4: work, uh, so.
2: your John Romita Jr. Daredevil. This is on correct. left arm. So. Yeah. And
1: my modified Wild Dog logo. I'm so not when sure.
4: Daredevil decides to take a vacation, Iron Fist mm-hmm. can stand in for him now. I think that actually happened. It did. Yes.
1: Wow. So, wow.
2: That's good...
1: Your so I have three comic book logos it's
4: on the my illustrated body. man. or not logos? Comic but book f-
2: style. Lawn is all about Marvel continuity. Well, this is a DC one, but okay. Oh, Wild Dog! Yeah, oh, all yeah, right. Okay. I'm sorry, I forgot about Wild Dog. Maybe they'll do a trade. But it's modified, so it could be whatever. That's pretty so. awesome. Thanks for thanks for debuting that here tonight. You are welcome. I feel privileged. What you do a knew photo essay for it.
5: Presentation for the podcast. <laughs> Ah, we should take a picture of it, take a but, photo. We can't.
2: but we can't. Uh, so uh, before we go, oh, do right. you want to mention a couple of things? Uh, shout-outs to people we know. Here at Elusive Comics Games, on September 15th, Mick Gray will be That's signing right. Batman yes. and Robin number 1. That's my birthday. He's, he's the inker. Oh, we didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. And you'll be 29. I, really, and, uh, I thought you were born of a pod. Shang-Chi will be, is 22? Today? today. Today, 22.
0: Today. Yes. Happy birthday. 22 Happy birthday.
2: 22 day. Uh, So he's 22, and uh, so uh, Mick Gray will be here signing uh, on
4: September 15th, Rick's birthday, and he will be signing Batman Batman and Robin Robin, number one. Uh, He's the the inker
2: with Patrick Gleason uh, as the penciler. So uh, we'll have him there, and and a variety of other books that he has inked. He is the most
4: excited inker I've ever seen about the inking that he's currently doing. Well, you know, he's waited his whole life to work on Batman and Robin. Well, he's worked on Batman for years. Yes. He's, uh, yeah. Which Batman book is is? Uh, oh, none of the books. I've just got a lot of his original art. That's all. Batman. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, he
2: did ink the Joker that Brian Azzarello yes, uh,
4: and Lee Bermejo
2: yes, uh, graphic novel. So, um, but he's been yeah. And I should I want to give a shout out to our listener in Ireland uh, that my brother has a photograph at the uh, Irish Museum of Modern Art through October 9th, uh, two thousand eleven. It's called Out of the Dark Room. It's collection in Dublin. So uh, he just got informed today. He got the brochure saying, by the way, you're on display in Ireland. So I, I want to say that Chris McCaw, you can find him there in Out of the Dark Room at the Irish Museum of Modern Art. And uh, so if you have any questions, comments, compliments, <laughs> commentary, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. We've lost some of our people. They're all just checking their smartphones now. And uh, this is Derek McCaw, editor in chief of <laughs> this fanboyplanet.com. Is so thrilling.
1: Go ahead, Nate.
5: Nate Costa, if you want to buy my shoes Lord. on eBay, Shoe, shoe pimp. pimp Nate Dizzle <laughs>
1: on eBay. Oh, you're going to go to me next? Yeah, why not? Fine. Uh, this uh, this is Lon <laughs> Lopez. Uh, don't forget to look up my nude pictures on the internet. Oh, Lord. Uh, Hugo winner. Uh, that's
0: Hugo winner Christopher J. Garcia of yeah. The Drink Tank soon to be celebrating our 300th issues by having 300 contributors. I'd like
5: to uh, contribute, if possible.
0: You should. You should go to eFanzines.com and look for the contact information in the drink tank.
5: Why don't you put a link up on (laughs) fanboyplan.com? I think maybe we could do that.
4: Derek has the power. We could. And who are you?
3: And Justin Brettschneider, now doing game reviews.
4: And I'm Rick Brettschneider, reminding you to... Use your, your powers, powers only for, for good.
6: Hugo! I oh. never <laughs> those, those, those were good days. <laughs>
4: And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.